Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi everyone, I'm Kama, and you can find me at the hyphen real hyphen comma splice on Tumblr, and I am joined by Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I am at the Chikrin on Twitter. And Devin. Hey, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter. Um, so today we will be talking about Brand Two from A Storm of Swords. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, we do spoil everything um, show in books. Don't think we need a trigger warning for once, so yay. Always um, is a nice chapter when that's yeah. true. So Bran, Hodor, Mira, and Jojo, oh, sorry, Jojo. Jojo and the Creepy are, um, <laughs> continuing, I can't stand him, he's just so weird. Um, they're continuing their trek toward the wall, but they are taking the really long way um, to avoid detection, and it's getting harder um, when they're higher up, they don't have as much to eat. Um, Mira is the one who's providing all the food, by the way. So, like, if anything happens to her, they're screwed. Um, the weather's not great. Um, Jojen, of course, is determined to avoid anybody. Um, although Bran does tell him there are, there are mountain families who know they're there. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. But as long as they don't, like, mess with their stuff, they're going to be fine. So it sounds like they're in, like, I don't know, like, I get the sense of, like, Appalachia or something. I don't know. Um, they end up at one point sharing a cave with a little, um, which is what the name of one of the families. And um, we do get some, from in addition to them getting to eat some nice food, um, which, of course, George does like to describe. Uh, <laughs> oat cakes sound great. I don't know so much about the blood sausage. Sounds, but, like, um, sounds like a granola bar type situation. I mean, they've had oat cakes and they're actually kind of tasty. And I imagine if you're hungry, they must sound like phenomenal. Yeah. And they're flavored. They've got like berries and stuff and nuts. And, yeah. And uh, um, for my part, blood sausages are good too. So. Yeah. Um, so whoever this little L I D D L E, um, kind of shares with them that the King's road is not a safe option um, given. Well, he talks about, um, um, I forget the words he used, but he's basically referring to the number of Greyjoy and Bolton uh, men on the road. Um, well, and it's, he says, oh, yeah, he's calling I, them like squids. Calls them like and squids and the flayed something. Yeah, I, I love that whole little piece when he, like, <laughs> the way he describes everything. I love how he opens it by going, well, now that there's not a Stark in Winterfell, everything's gone to hell, basically. Yeah, yep. and like the first thing he says is, like, a maiden could walk down the King's Road in her name day gown and still go. And it's just, like, uh, <laughs> the way he describes everything to me. Oh, he sounds great. Like, I love this guy. And so um, he totally he totally knows who Bran is, right? Oh, yeah. yes. He's in the Wolf Woods and flayed men on the King's Road, asking yep. after strangers. So, yeah. And he also does share that going to the Wall is probably not the best idea, but that's what they're doing. Um, 
So they part ways and they spot an eagle. And is this that guy? Did we think the one who was, I can't remember his name. I'm so bad at this Baromir or whatever. Uh, maybe it is. It is an interesting thing to note. It's interesting too, that Bran immediately tries to warg into the Eagle. I know. I love that. Um, I, I feel like that's, that's a really like eight year old boy type thing. Like, Oh, Hey, I have this ability. I'm going to try it. <laughs> Let me try to do it with everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is, he is not successful, which is if Veramir is in there is probably a good thing. Um, but at some point there, he's thinking about old Nan and he wonders if she's okay. Uh, it, what has happened to her? Um, and this is where I pause to say that she and a bunch of other people from Winterfell were taken to the Bolton. So God knows if they're okay. Um, but Bran doesn't know that. And Mira tells him, you know, well, you know, she, she used to tell you all these, these old, these cool stories. Think about that and she'll live through them. And then Bran asks if Mira knows stories and Mira ends up telling him the story of the night of the laughing tree. Um, dun, dun, dun. dun. Um, which is the story of the tourney at winter, or I'm sorry, at uh, Harrenhal. And, uh, I will give a shout out to the uh, Song of Ice and Fire wiki, which has a very nice page on it, which I ended up using quite a bit. <laughs> although some of, some of this is clear. Um, so the um, a Cranog man, which is, I believe, if I get this right, is is from their the Fens or whatever. Um, and I'm assuming he's supposed to be Howland Reed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, is going off and he encounters these three squires who give him a really hard time. And he's rescued from these bullies by the wolf maid who I'm, I'm guessing is Leanna Stark. I mean, yeah, I don't all, even, I don't even think that's a guess that, that yeah, I mean, it's all, yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of this it's, is really clear. Like there's yes. a journey. They're going though. Um, um, I'm sorry. It's been a day. Um, the King's guard is welcoming a new brother who we know is Jamie. There's mm-hmm. this tourney going on where they're going to crown the maid of what is it? Love and beauty. Who is uh, whoever the woman is at Heron hall is the, the, the title winner, but she's uh, going to lose her crown there. And uh, Leanna introduces him to her brothers who are, they're all called like the young pup, you know, the quiet wolf, all this stuff, but it's all, it's clearly Brandon Ned and Benjen. Um, there's a bunch of stuff going on. We hear about the dragon lord, who's Rhaegar, who makes her sort of cry with this song. And, you know, there's a woman with laughing purple eyes who sounds like a Sheridan. Um, and there is, yeah, I'm telling this definitely. terribly, because I'm not good at telling these stories, but um, there's jousting. And at some point, a mystery knight shows up with this mismatched armor and this weird um shield that's got a weirwood on it and it's laughing and challenges the three squires who had bullied howland reed again i'm assuming it's howland and it causes quite a stir but the mystery knight disappears and they go looking for him and the shield is found but that's it there's a lot going on in this little thing and it's 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 so much too much yeah there this is this is 
full of history and lore and hints. And at the same time, Mira is telling it as a story. So there might be a little embellishment. You're not really sure, which is where some of the arguments in fandom come from. Like, but there's uh, references to the storm Lord who I think is Robert and definitely Rose Robert Lord, assuming that's Mace um, or Garland mm-hmm. or somebody like that. It's Mace. Yeah. So there's a lot of these little references that are clearly certain people. Um, and then there's, like you said, a lot of stuff where it could be this or it could be that, you know, and then you start to get into tinfoil hat theory or uh, territory. Yeah. Well, there's still, there are still lively debates in fandom about the identity of the night of the laughing tree. I would say general consensus is that it is Liana Stark. Um, I've never seen anything different in fandom. Like I, I haven't come across. Who else do where, they think it is? Yeah, that's what well. There's goes. a contingent who do argue that it's Howland Reed. Although I think th- there's no way to read this without excluding him. I've seen theories that it's Ned. I've seen all kinds of weird and and crazy theories. I mean, generally we all agree it's Liana. And the stuff about Ashera, like she's got a whole contingent of guys who are who want to get with her, including Ned. Um, which is kind of, I mean, it's, this is where all that comes from. And I've forgotten some of this. Yes. And from this, you get theories that, you know, maybe Brandon Stark was the father of Ashara Dane's baby. Who knows? God knows. I mean, there's a, there's a Barristan mention in there. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, okay. Um, a whole new dimension to him. I remember at the time, the first time I read that. And then, you know, it's like, this is just one piece of the story, right? You know, because, like, the next part of it is the one we're more probably more familiar with it, which is what happens when Rhaegar wins and doesn't give the, the crown to his wife, but instead gives it to Lyanna. But that's, you know, Mira's not telling that part. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find most interesting is how, and I, I do remember this from the first time, how surprised Mira is that Bran has never heard this story. Yeah. And it's like, why did Ned omit this from? Yeah, I take note of own. that every time. And that's actually Cardinal Girl 75 on Discord. Like, she asks, um, like, given how dangerous it would have been for anyone to know the truth about John, why do Jojen and Mira think that Ned would have told anyone at Winterfell the story of what happened at Harry Hall? For that matter, why would Helen Reed have said anything about it to his children for the same reason? Yes, exactly. Well, I do think like assuming again, I'm going off the assumption that the Cranig men is Holland and there's the whole reference to the Starks and he's there. Um, I think it, it de- does demonstrate why Howland Reed and the Starks are so tightly um, connected you know, they clearly, you know, the family took him in, they took care of him, she defended him. I mean, I, I get that. So maybe that's the piece that, you know, that's why they know that part of the story. But, yeah, well, and yeah, like, knows more, them, and in like, that case, why the hell is he sauce. telling them? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I was just saying, like, they know that part just to say, like, when they're growing up, they're learning, like, you can always count on the Starks and we'll always be there, like, that kind of thing as like lessons for them when they're growing up and why they know about the story. I I wonder though, do they know about the rest of the story? I don't know. Do the kids know that Howland Reed was with, was with Ned at the tower of joy by the kids. I mean, the Stark kids. 
Well, I know when Bran acts like Mira says, like that's a sadder story. What is, what is it specifically he acts though? Well, because Bran, after the story's over, Bran thinks it was a good story, but he has some literary critique, um, which I find <laughs> is really quite sweet. Um, you know, well, clearly this should have happened. That should have happened. And why didn't they do that? And I'm like, <laughs> clearly this is, you know, this is George as a writer in there critiquing his own thing. Um, trying to find the part, but I don't know if the Stark kids know. I know that yeah, Ned, I don't, I don't think Ned thinks about Howland's name, I think, in Agot. I think he does. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a well-known part of the story of the Tower of Joy, though. It's so hard to remember. Yeah, here it is. This is the part where Bran is doing his, his critique. He's like, Bran thought about the tale a while. That was a good story. But it should have been the three bad knights who hurt him, not their squires. Then the little Krennig man could have killed them all. The part about the ransoms was stupid. And the mystery knight should win the tourney, defeating every challenger, and name the wolf maid the queen of love and beauty. And then Mira says she was, said Mira, but that's a sadder story. So she does know parts of this. Yeah, she knows some of the further parts. I assume that, I assume assume the reeds know the story. I was more wondering if you know, what the Starks knew. I couldn't remember. I'm sure we, I'm sure it was probably mentioned in Clash, whatever they knew about Howland Reed. I think Bran does think something about Howland being a good friend of Ned's or something. I can't remember though. Um, Regardless, this is, that's so funny how this like, you know, this is such a typical George thing where this just like little three page excerpt becomes like the font of, so much fandom content. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. So many theories. I don't. I'm gonna have to dig a little deeper because I, I really didn't realize anyone had ever thought it was anyone but Leanna. But that's stupid because fandom is weird like that, and there's probably, yeah. you know, um, yeah. it does end on kind of a poignant little note because um, Bran thinks um, if he could visit the Isle of Faces, you know. Um, maybe they could fix his legs and maybe turn him into a knight. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts or did we have mail? Well, the only thing I was going to say is it's, it's not just this lore. There's a lot of deep lore. You get a bunch of lore about the Kranigmen, which is what, you know, obviously Jojen and Mira are. Um, the fact that, What's it, what is it? Greywater Watch is that the name of the the Reeds Keep that supposedly? Oh, that the, the area like around moves. it is. Yeah. Yes, it's it's filled with all the dead bodies of all the people trying to find it. In the bogs or whatever. Yeah. Bogs, yeah. Again. Yeah. And then, always reminds me of the Vanishing Isle from Mid Latin. Yes. Yes. And you know, it, it, there's a, there's a lot there, and the you know, beneath all the lore, there's a little bit of the reality of how difficult it is for anyone from the south to get north of the neck if they don't follow <laughs> the king's road you know and i really like the whole this idea of all of these these i forget what the they're 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 ned's they're still part of the north they're in um they're loyal to ned or to the stark family but these families the flints um the Littles, the, is it the Umbers? I mean, there's these... Oh, in the mountains, yeah. Yeah, and they're not like they're not like the, the mountain clans in um, 
in the Vale of Aaron, they're like, no, these are, you know, very different. I, I feel like he's making vague references to like how the Scottish clans work in the way that um, among their own people, the, the, the heads of these clans are known as like, what is it? The, the wool or, you know, like the little, not as Lord little or whatever, which is very much a, a Scottish clan thing where okay. they they would call them the what like you know say clan mcgregor you would be the mcgregor rather than lord mcgregor i think they do have titles now but you know what i mean like in, in their own yeah. in their own culture they that's how they would have done it but you know how you know george he'll he'll mix 50 cultures into one one weird story spot. did we have any mail yeah, so we have one more piece of mail from Buckle Hair on Discord. So he asks, did you need the checky? Did you need to check the wiki to get the full context of a story of the tiny? <laughs> the chapter feels the closest to Tolkien travelogue. Do you think it could be part of a, another lighter story? <laughs> yeah, no, I was on that wiki very fast because I'm like, okay, I know that's I know that's Liana. I'm assuming I had the Stark ones, and then we got into the purple eyes, and then I was like, wait, is that a Targaryen? No, it's a Shara. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Buck uh Buck knows us very well. Very well. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be. I mean, this feels like something you could see, like, um, oh my god. I, I'm having so many. Why can't I think of their names? Um, never mind. Ignore me. But this feels like it could be like a much, you know. Okay, the novellas we read. Um, oh, oh, the the Duncan Egg. Yes, story. thank you. It feels like that kind of a um, like that kind of a weight to it. Like it would work really well in something like that. Yes. Yes, that definitely would. Like, that's the thing they're at, and where everything, yeah, that'd be. Or like, well like that. Tales of the King's Road, you know, like sort of a Canterbury mm-hmm. tale mm-hmm. kind of thing where you'd have all of these different, like, travelers sharing these stories or something like that. Or That is absolutely what it feels like, comma. Exactly that. Yes. Old man's tales for bedtime. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had that instead of so much Targaryen content. Oh, God. Yeah, would be nice. Okay. Well, um, if you would like to send us mail or a message, you can do so at close the door and come here.tumblr.com or you can email us at close the door and at gmail.com. Um, you can also reach us on Twitter. Um, Guile maintains our our account there at, at Door Podcasts. Please like and review us wherever you listen, as it really helps new listeners find the podcast. And lastly, please consider port- supporting us on Patreon, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash close the door. Thank you to all of our existing Patreon supporters. Um, and with that, I'm closing the door. Get out.